You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Advokta. This is Murps. Hello. Uh, another week, another exciting installment of Arena Updates. What updates okay. do we have this week? Okay. So Arena is now pay to win. Um, no, they haven't done anything in the Arena at all. They didn't even make it like charge you money more so than it was before. In fact, the price of Arena, if you like actually paid money for Arena, which I never have and so I didn't really know, is two bucks, by the way, in case you guys don't know. It's, it's well, two bucks y- per run. That's a tenth of what you would pay per run. <laughs> okay, so, so it's two bucks per run. And um, I think I paid it once just to pay to win the game and see if it helped. And I think I got 12 wins on that run, actually. This was way back in the day. This was like the first year that it came out. I just wanted to see how much better it is to pay instead of using gold. Uh, and I think it worked. Uh, but I don't think I did it again after that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, just with inflation, it should be three bucks now. But nothing's changed in Arena. Rest assured, you can now pay for Arena using the whatever new sigil, whatever system that Hearthstone has uh, set up. But it's the same amount as, uh, as it was before. Um, wait, is that true in chat? Is $5 now because you have to buy 500 runestones? Oh, no. Okay, because you have to buy runestones in packs of five. Arena still costs 200 runestones, which is $2, but you have to buy $5 worth of runestones to, like, buy runestones. I'm um, looking at other people in the chat who are contributing to this money discussion that we're randomly having now. It used to be $1.99. Now it's $2. Okay. I stand corrected. They did raise the price by a cent in Arena. But the big picture is that Arena was not really affected by this whole runestone scandal change or whatever that's happened. And that really, that was the big change that came in. So there has been no adjustment in the Arena. Um, Mage is still what it is. And it is still doing the things that it does in the meta. And if I didn't complain about this enough in the previous ones, Shamans are terrible too. I had so many bad experiences facing Shamans. They're just not anywhere near as good as Mages. But they're equally frustrating. Not not equally. Almost as frustrating uh, to play against as Mage. Um, and I don't know what you can do about it. That's just kind of how Shaman's set up. Uh, Mage can at least do other stuff if you remove their, uh, their uh, problematic cards with the Skeletons and the Freeze. Uh, shamans can't do anything if you remove their Evolve stuff. Because that's the whole set. Um... So yeah, uh, that's that's kind of the arena update. There's there's no update. Basically, yeah, there's not much update there. Uh, as for BGs, there was definitely some drama with Lobby Legends. I don't necessarily need to talk about that, but um, this is just a slow week. I don't know if there is more stuff incoming. Do you think we're going to see arena changes? Like yes. in the next? Okay, when when? uh in two weeks two weeks okay because because in the the rotation is going to happen in four weeks right four or five weeks is when the rotation is going to happen um so in about two weeks they're going to do something else to spice up the meta it's too long because otherwise they would have had six weeks of the same meta and it's like not the best meta according to most people so uh, they they're gonna just do something right it may not be a big change but i think they're gonna do something and mage is the obvious target, right? Kill mage, boost up rogue. 
All right. So what are we talking about this week? Okay. So we came into this week very unprepared because there was nothing really to talk about. I'm out of tips to give in the arena. Like, this arena is super fundamentals. Unless we start talking about what it's like to throw a 2-3 into your opponent's 2-3 and how important one drops are and how that changes the math on the board. That's we, we went over the big picture stuff, right? Like, some of the smaller stuff, it still matters along the edges, but it's just kind of less important now than it used to be. Um, so if you were to listen to this podcast like six years ago, we focused on, like, is a 3-2 better than a 2-3? Under what conditions would you rather have a 1-drop than an extra 3-drop in your deck? What are the percentages of whatever? And all that is just way less important now, so we don't talk about it more. It's not that we don't want to talk about it. It's that we're going to try not... We generally try not to talk about things that will raise your win percentage by less than like 0.1%, even though it would. Um, and so there's not that much left to dig into this meta. We've effectively talked about Mage to death since uh the the very first uh podcast of this meta we've talked a lot about tempo which really is effectively talking about demon hunters hunters paladins like all those classes uh pretty much can only play tempo now uh, if you want to be successful and those are the top three classes then for all the rest of the classes including priest now by the way uh you can play in a tempo style draft in a temple style and um it will have um you know good success be to make a temple possible deck. So I feel like we've addressed a lot of the things. Um, so I thought for this week we would we would go we would go up, right? This is like the standard thing you do in a TV show or a movie or a book or whatever, where when you run out of things to talk about, you go meta. So we're gonna go one level meta on the meta, and we're gonna talk about arena generally. A little too early to talk about future of arena specifically in the cycle. But, but I want to go more more meta, more fundamental, more, more of the question, why? Like, why are we playing Arena? Merps, why do you play Arena? Well, I kind of don't these days, so that's, that's uh, pretty, pretty easy for me to answer. I'm not crazy enough like some people... Uh, who I won't name, and some people that I see in Twitch chat right now. Uh, but, look, I, I, I am still very much interested in watching Arena and making fun of people who do play Arena. But let's talk about what makes Arena interesting in the first place, right? Limited formats are fun. Uh, this is why I was attracted to Arena and BGs, and even though I don't play them nowadays, I still love limited formats, right? It's taking... Mm -hmm um something that is ever-changing like you know no two drafts are the same and then doing something with it right like I, that's what i like about it uh but these days it's just you know from a balance standpoint even though that's getting better uh from a not much has changed standpoint to also a lack of innovation the arena that we see today is exactly the same as the arena that we saw when it first came out the reward structure the wins mm -hmm. the very simplistic and i will say you know simplicity is good no changes in like eight years is kind of <laughs> th th that's a little bit and eh, when your drafting is even when it came out, the drafting style was... It was purposefully basic. It was very, very basic, right? It was just super-duper basic. So, I think that for um, for the arena, it's something that I am 
interested in because I have put a lot of my time and energy into, and I remain interested, like I'm ready to pounce if something were to happen. For me, I think I would want to see more done, whatever Arena 2.0 is, with like skill testing in the draft, you know, skill testing in, in sort of other ways. Um, other games, even back then, had more interesting draft choices, whether mm-hmm. or not it was like uh, in Shadowverse in which you took bundles of cards, right, instead of a single one. So you had to like weigh that, whether it was Duelist, which I heard is making a comeback, by the way. Good for them. Oh, really? Duelist um, 2 is coming out? Huh? Duelist 2 is coming out? No, I think somebody just bought the rights to it. I, I was hearing this in Discord. Um, Ooh, but interesting. what they did was they changed the way that you draft because the cars that you draft previously can affect your next uh, pick, right? Like you can pick something that's understated and then the next pick is something that is uh, much better, right? So you, you can be like, oh, I can draft a legendary for my le- next pick, but I have to pick this like vanilla bad card right now is it worth it right because i'm not even guaranteed a good legendary it just means a legendary um i think those were super cool many many years ago even when they came out and i would like to see hearthstone experiment with that if that's the kind of stuff that's like kind of part of the the unspoken it's been spoken the the spoken differentiating factor of Hearthstone when it launched, right, with Mad Bomber and everything, it's the idea that this is a virtual card game, which we haven't really seen before. This is not Magic the Gathering. There is no paper equivalent to this game. And so we can do stuff. We can do stuff that Magic the Gathering can't. And we can do stuff in the draft, too. Like, one of the, the biggest innovations of Hearthstone Arena was that you can start the run whenever you can pause the run whenever you can play it later on and they just matched you up with someone with a similar win rate and that was it back when you played magic the gathering you had to sit there wait till it was like six o'clock whenever the scheduled tournament begins in the sealed uh, or draft format or whatever limited format and then you played and then when you were out because you lost you were done so you had to start at six on the dot and then it could last an hour, could last three hours. You don't know how long your experience is. And you have to be like locked in your chair for that period of time. So there were times where I went into a tournament and I lost early. And I was like, well, now I have two hours of my life uh, that, you know, I may have moved things around for. I may have canceled stuff for. I may have told friends I couldn't go somewhere for. Like, it's just not, it just wasn't great. Um, and Hearthstone got around all that by letting you start and stop literally whenever, wherever, right? And different drafting formats, it's just a different way of doing the same thing where this is a video game this is not magic the gathering and in eight years hearthstone did not do anything with their draft in that direction even though that is the entire premise of the overall game of hearthstone whether you're talking about constructed or arena yep so look i remain interested and i think that it's trending in a generally good direction as in i think matt london and team have done a good job of communicating um do you guys remember there were a good like two years in which we had no news like nothing we would get the occasional blizzard um statement in like a chinese article right being like we love arena like we we remain 
as passionate as ever about arena and it's like dude like what like passion means more than like a sentence every single release um about the arena and and in which case then nothing else ever happens uh so i think it's going in a very good direction but it's just not there yet for me to wholeheartedly jump back into but it's still fun for me um yeah so i mean let, let me ask you the other question because you play arena more than you play battlegrounds why why arena these days yes but it's sort of like hey you like you know do 10ks more often than you you climb everest and it's like yeah you know i've done like one or two 10ks in my life and i have never climbed everest so yes but but they're equally like you could play either one there's not nothing stopping you from playing bgs instead of uh instead of arenas even before that once or twice right that you play by yourself yeah, I would say that these days, um, Arena, it's just easier, like, mm-hmm. to get into and and to, once again, um, draft, play a game, stop, right? Uh, and additionally, uh, to, for me to just, because I've sort of stayed in tuned with it by watching streamers and, and everything, BGs is, I think, a more it's like it's definitely a more skill intensive slash skill testing game mode i still believe that but it's hard man like with the everything that you have to learn and with my sort of personality i can't just jump in and be like let's just figure it out herp a derp like what is this let me read this uh in bgs if you have to read you're in lost um Mm -hmm. and you you read a lot and but yes, mm-hmm. like if you are, if you have to read, if you can't just look at like the discovers and from that quick sweep through, know exactly what you are looking for and what you need, I can't play that way. So for me, that's why I'm not playing BGs right now. I loved BGs when it came out. I spammed it a ton for a while and then I got off of it and then I'm like, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm ready to come back as well. And that didn't happen. And now it's like, man, I got to pay to come back. So I have no idea when, when that's going to happen. So the, the barrier of entry uh, for BGs, before you had to pay any money, um, is extremely high. That is, I mean, besides the fact that I don't like the APM aspect of BGs, and it just gets emphasized more and more every single time they do anything. Um, it's... It's a very high barrier of entry because BGs is non-intuitive. It's a game mode that was borrowed from a different genre that was very specific to a certain game and play style. And then once you get used to that, every time they change something, everything changes. With Arena, you have a backbone. With any like limited format um, uh, card game where you're using cards, at least most of which you know, there is a backbone to the game. And you may look at Arena now and say, well, this looks nothing like Classic. Like, sure. But let's say you haven't jumped back into the Arena before, like for like two years. And then you come back and you don't know some of the new cards. Well, you look at what sets are in the Arena. You look at which of those sets that you know you haven't seen before. Browse through the cards. And then you play. Like Murph said, he doesn't want to jump in and just do whatever. But that's what you do. 
you go and you play a game or two and you're right back into it. Like a, a run or two and you're right back into it. You are not hugely behind. Like the skills are easily transferable to the new cards. That your opponent still has thirty health. You um, are you know you have to adjust to a different kind of tempo or whatever. You may do a little bit of your own experimenting, but you're playing the same game. BGs is just kind of a different game every time they mess with it, and they mess with it a lot. So the barrier of entry or re-entry is extremely high for BGs, and it's not about the money. The barrier for entries of the game, even if it's 2,000 gold or whatever they were charging before, was too high for me to ever try the game again after I was left. Every time we finish a run, um, and especially because they have a quest system, right? They have a quest system that pushes you to play BGs. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to complete this quest for a battle uh, pass. And then someone's like, hey, it's really easy right now. Just like pop in and play like a BG and you'll finish it. And I'm always like, no. Why would I do that? You can't just pop in and play a BGs if you haven't played BGs in a year. Or six months. Or three months. You can't just do that unless you want to not have fun and get your ass handed to you. Then you can go play BGs and get the two character selection. But Arena is fundamentally... Like, it's not just the limited format, right? Like, this is why I still play Arena. This is why I'll always play Arena. Even when I take a little time off, I'll play Arena again. Even if Hearthstone goes away, I'll play some other limited format card game at some point in my life for a, lo a, a long time. I just... It's a limited format game that has a backbone. And the backbone can't be changed that much. And it's not a set of cards. It's a set of rules. It's tempo. It's card advantage. It's smork. It's protecting your own health. They can mess with the rules and change a lot of like how important each one is, how much resources you get in each one, how they interact a bit, but you're playing the same set of rules. It's like when I open up uh, like a JRPG, for example, I know what I'm getting, right? Like when I open up a TCG and I open uh, and I play their limited game mode, they can mess with the draft a little. You know, I may not know all the specific rules and all the cards of a particular card game, but I, I know basically what I'm getting. And if you notice, the fancier TCGs, none of them work out. None of them get a huge following and take off. Because that's not what people want from it. Like, you look at the fancier JRPGs, those aren't the most popular JRPGs. The most popular JRPG in Japan right now is the frickin' Dragon Quest series. Which is about as classic and dumb and like old school JRPG as you get these days. And it is more popular than Final Fantasy, which is also not super innovative, by the way. More, pos more po popular than, uh, you know, any of the, like, just better, right? Better combat systems, better systems uh, that other JRPGs have. And it's because what people want from the genre is not, I think, what people want from the genre is not necessarily big innovation. It's not the big changes. You can go ahead and do these big changes. You'll get niche people, like not niche, right? You can have a pretty decent hit. But the biggest games in the genre are the ones that keep it simple. The biggest games in the genre are the games like Hearthstone, right? MTG was the first in the classic. That's never going away. But after that, it's still Hearthstone. And why is it still Hearthstone? Because it's still easy. Because it's still not messing too much with Roman. Now, do I agree with Merbs that you could change the drafting up a little bit? Yes, of course. One million percent. They haven't changed it in eight years, okay? You have Dragon to. Quest yeah. has changed 
a lot in eight years. Okay, and that's a JRPG. So Hearthstone Arena progression is slower than the most classy of JRPGs. Like, this is, this is silly. But you don't want to change with it too much. And I think that's the biggest problem and the biggest differentiator, really, for me, uh, besides the APM part, between BGs and Arena is that BGs, they have committed to changing fundamentals all the freaking time. They've just kind of told you that they were going to do it. They put buddies in, they take buddies out, they put prizes in, they take prizes out. Those are not like adding a bunch of cards to the game. Those are like changing the entire flow, the entire everything of the game, right? It's a very fundamental change in the basic game rules. Battlegrounds has no backbone. And it's designed that way, or it's become designed that way. Arena has a fairly strong backbone. In the same way that, like, a sealed event, or a draft event even, um, well, more a sealed than a draft event. A sealed event for MTG has a stronger backbone than any other draft event. So, it's a little slower to change, it's a little more boring, but it's like comfort food. Like, you, you, it's not brainless, you can't, it's not like you go in, especially if you haven't, you know, been keeping up with the, with the meta, it's definitely not brainless. Um... But it's not challenging fundamentals of what you're doing. Like, there's a reason people play a sport, whether it's like basketball or golf, for their entire lives. And that never really changes that much. It's because people want the same thing. Now, in video games, people don't want the exact same thing. Nobody's ever... I mean, sometimes people do, right? But, like, generally, people want a little bit of progress, at least. You look at Diablo 2 Resurrected. They're doing stuff with it. But but it's all generally good stuff. PvP aside, PvP complaints aside, it's all generally good stuff. It's touching stuff along the edges, and people are like, oh, we like this change. But if you mess with it too much, people don't like it. Like, one of the biggest problems with Diablo 3, and why people didn't like it besides the auction house, was that they messed with it too much. That's why there's so many D2 loyalists. And, yeah, video games have to progress and whatever, but it's just, Hearthstone, it's nice. To always have the arena to come back to. Um, to always be, you know, they have different metas, they have different new cards. But it's still Hearthstone, it's still the arena. Now, you can allow us to draft 33 cards of Ditch 2, and that'll be fine. You can build a much smarter version of Synergy Picks in, and that'll be fine. You know, assuming there's a way for to actually explain that to people. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just such low upkeep cost. Such low maintenance. That that that's the arena. Like you get when when you create a game with a backbone, it really does last. You can just make very small, not even iterative, but just kind of like variations on it, and it'll it'll hold the attention. And uh, that's kind of the core of a limited game gameplay. The thing that's tough about BGs is that as the game progresses, um, I think they feel compelled. Uh, and audiences expect shiny new toys, which means new heroes, new units. Um, they have to do cool stuff, right? And we see it for constructed slash arena as well. But the problem is um, this backbone that you're talking about, right? For constructed and arena, a mage is a mage. Like mages will do different things. Druids will do different things, right? From meta to meta, mm-hmm. for constructed and for arena. But at the end of the day, it's still you know it's still a mage. It's still a druid. Um, 
heroes play very, very differently in BGs. Uh, and this is the reason why you have some heroes that were extremely problematic and had to be either changed. Those are the heroes I hate, right? Yeah. Like, I like uh, the, the heroes that do nothing. Right, you like patchwork. Like, give me patchwork. Give me patchwork with the correct amount of health to be, you know, fair. That's all I want. What, 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 like, what is with all these fancy skills? Like, they're not... I don't know. I think they make the game worse. Now, I get that they sell the game more, but I think they make the game worse. So, BGs, I think, um, it's a great game mode, but, man, what they have done consistently is make it harder and harder for people to feel good about entering or feel mm -hmm. good about picking it back up if they are not like, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, five, ten hours picking up this game, learning it, and then that's my learning curve, and then I will ramp up and be like a serious player. Yeah, I'm, I, and I'm not saying you have to be like a leaderable player. I'm saying, you know, you're going to use that time to learn, and then you're like, like, now the real How is it fun if you don't know what's happening and you win or lose? Like, that's my thing, right? Like, that's why you have to learn the game first. Because then you will be able to see whether you're making mistakes or not. And it's a strategy game. So the fun is not, you do stuff and stuff happens, right? That's a different kind of game. And Battlegrounds is not that great at that, nor is any strategy game. What is very, well, I don't know, maybe not. Like, it's kind of fun to play Civilization, even if you have no idea what's going on. Because you're, like, building something, right? But that's not Battlegrounds, right? And that's generally not Hearthstone. Uh, you you kind of have to know a little bit about what's going on to be able to make evaluations. And the barrier for that is so high for Battlegrounds. And they have promised to keep moving the entire thing around with no backbone every few months. They promised you that. So uh, there's, there's no incentive to really get back into it if you're like a serious player. Unless you're like a super serious player, right? There's no in-between. So for people who actually like strategy games but do not want to be a leaderboard player, there's no room there. Like you're either serious enough that you're keeping up, which is great, or you're not playing in a serious way at all. Whereas in the arena, you can totally play in a vaguely serious way, right? You could totally play, be a good player that's not playing at the level of current leaderboard players and still have fun and figure out what you're doing wrong and improve your gameplay game after game without you know, needing to look up a ton of resources or like doing whatever and just enjoying the game and having strategy while you're playing and getting better, kind of... Whatever, elegantly or naturally. Yep. So, look, those are my reasons. Um, I still think BGs has a lot of potential, even though this news uh, recently about payment is not great, and it certainly hurts my chances of trying it out, right? I don't want to try it out now, because if I have to pay, like, 15 bucks just to kind of be serious about it and for me i don't play if i'm not serious right i don't want right. to just play and just be like oh you know like let's just check it out and then uh no i, I want to like jump in but do i want to jump in right i want to experience it first so this like free trial that i'm essentially getting with two heroes it just feels mm -hmm. like something that i don't want because um, it's not it's not for you, right? Like it's not it's for, for me. It's not people for me. who are super casual or people who are new. 
like I would appreciate it if I never played Battlegrounds before, right? I'd be like, okay, let's play some heroes and like figure you know this out and play at a very low level and figure it out and see if I like it or not. But you get to the point where you're like, keep keep up or get out, right? If you're a serious player, and I don't think that exists in Arena. I think Arena and Constructed is a smooth progression. For Constructed, I can go up, look up a net deck, and as long as I get the pieces for the net deck, I could just play it. And after a few hours, I'll know my matchups, and I'll have ideas about what to do with each one, whether they're right or not, and I can improve my gameplay against each matchup. Right? With Battlegrounds, you can play a few hours, you may not even get the same hero twice. <laughs> like to improve yourself like it's crazy it's not it's it's not built for you to like be able to keep up unless you are super hardcore into it so uh, it, it's it's what audience you're serving right because we just uh, put this out like battlegrounds is not serving this kind of audience that we are which is that we're not super hardcore gamers anymore like we cannot play and we play more than one game right like i, I want to play diablo immortal i'm not gonna uh play 40 hours of, of battlegrounds and then like 30 hours of diablo immortal and then like 10 hours of arena right i don't got that time um some people have that time some people just don't play the other games and just play one thing all that is fine but if you just kind of want to play some games but you are like a thinking person and you want to apply strategy to your games and you want to get better at it battlegrounds is not it's not designed for that person it doesn't work um arena was designed for that person and continues to be designed for that person because they didn't do anything to it right like for better or for worse arena has a backbone because they keep not touching it and they touch it in very small ways and then they revert half the stuff they touch like you know a year later or whatever so arena's still arena and it's still made for people like me and a lot of other people that battlegrounds isn't really made for um like you look at who they're it's almost like you go into a lab right and you look at audience uh, reactions and you're like okay who who's gonna play this game who's this game good for and we're gonna get to the pro players right what do they want and they're like oh we want the meta to be changing. We want these kinds of complexity. We want skill, uh, you know, both in terms of strategy and in terms of uh, APM. Like, you got to make that quick decisions. That's what's fun. That's what's exciting. That's what separates good players and bad players. Like, it's Battlegrounds, right? Like, this isn't, like, a super slow-paced game. And, we, you know, that's a, one of the differentiating factors. And then you talk to uh, um, your 95% of the player base. What do you want from Battlegrounds? It's like, well, you know, we want to make decisions that have them have an impact. We want new and shiny stuff. We want to feel like these kinds of big power spikes where we can overwhelm our opponents. Uh, we want to be able to like get lucky and be better players. We want to, you know, potentially like you know get unlucky even, and that's fine and you know not our fault. Um, and Blizzard got all that covered, right? Like you go into a meeting, you come out with a product like that, but it's missing that. It's not even the middle area. We'll, we'll we'll call it the I'll call it the the upper middle class. Right? We're not the rich people. We're not the professional gamers who blast this game and know like every angle um, of it uh, for Battlegrounds. We could be. You know, we may not be the best, but we could be professional Battlegrounds streamers. We're not. Uh, and we're not just like uh, kind of regular middle class people who uh, can just play a game and enjoy it and like figure it out and like, you know, be definitely above average but never be even close to the top and never have a full understanding of the game and still enjoy the game. That would like screw with me so hard. If it's a strategy game and you told me right off the bat, you will never understand this game. 
Uh, and I, I'm not going to play that game, then. <sighs> All right. So are, are you going somewhere with this conversation? Like, what was what was the point of this? No, no, no. We're we're meta. We're meta. We're 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 up two levels, you know, in this in this meta conversation. We're just we're just talking about why, right? Like why? It's been eight years. Why? I just like limited format stuff. That's basically it. Like I, the dumb answer is like it's still fun, right? Like you know, you just like limited format. You still enjoy it, so you still play it, right? That's clearly the. Depth by definition, correct answer. Like, we're not being forced to do this. We don't make any significant money doing this. It's not that we don't make any money, but we don't make any significant money that will make that will actually force us to tie us to a game we don't want to be playing, right? Like, you, know, you hear of streamers that get, like, tied to a game and they're afraid of, like, losing their audience if they switch a game or whatever. And then some, like, take the plunge. Uh, especially in the early games of days of Hearthstone, when Hearthstone became, like, a huge success. There were people who were just, like, never made to be playing Hearthstone for like even a year at a time and enjoy it and they just got locked in they're like we can't i, I can't switch a game my livelihood is at stake here i'm gonna lose like 75 percent of my audience like you know maybe like half my money like i can't do it um we're never really in that position uh where even if we lose like one we have a lot of uh flexibility on it but we're like kind of part-time streamers so we're not really locked into anything like i play arena because i want to like i have a lot of fun playing on Friday nights by myself, just putting up a couple arenas. It's a great start to my weekend. And, you know, chat is great. Like, uh, I, I love being on Twitch and whatever, but I would also just love playing arena a little bit every week still. And that's that's not something I could say for Battlegrounds. I was talking to, to Brand New, my wife, uh, the, other, the other day, and she's like, I remember the time when you used to stay up to 4 a.m. playing Battlegrounds. And I'm like, yeah, I did that. And then I went on the leaderboard. I was top 200, top 150. Like, I never got to top 100 on the freaking Battlegrounds leaderboard back in the day. Uh huh. And I worked for it and I honed my game and I learned new characters. Like, I was with it. I'm not going to do that anymore because it's past, right? Battlegrounds for me was like any other game. You play it, you get hardcore into it, and then um, you don't just like keep playing it forever even if they change it. So, like, I love Hades. I stream Hades. I made guides for Hades. It's an excellent game. It's probably one of the best, if not the best game ever created, um, at least in the last decade. And um, I played it for a ton. I got to the end of the game. I was doing, like, you know, leaderboards. I was doing uh, high heat runs. Uh, you know, I was just figuring out the game, figuring out the game. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And if they keep changing it, that would not keep me playing Hades if they like shifted everything around every like few months. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna play Hades for uh, like you know 20 years. But Arena's different, right? It has uh, it has it has that 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 kind of uh, that kind of engagement. Whereas Battlegrounds was just you get it and then you either keep up or you don't, right? For Hades, there's no keeping up. That you just kind of get there and then you're you're kind of done but that's like a single player game that's probably not meant for you to play 2000 hours the way i did and many people did um so yeah i don't know that's that's my why arena right so you Mer you ask like well what, what are we what are we talking about here where are we going with this we're not really going anywhere we're just 
it's been a while, right? We keep talking about this game, its uh, its limitations, its future, whether things are good right now or they're bad. Every time something comes, we analyze it. But, like, I want to take a step up and a step back and talk about why we kind of still play this game. Fair, I guess. Slow week. <laughs> slow it's very slow week, week. Man. This is Labor Day. Blizzard ain't doing stuff before. Blizzard's not doing anything next week. Um, hoping for an update next week, but it is it is a slow week. There All we right. go. All right. I mean, I hope I hope people uh, in, enjoyed listening to it and reflect upon yourself, right? Like, why do you play Arena still? The people who have been playing this game for like more than two years. <laughs> this is the uh, one thing Blizzard doesn't want people to do: self reflect. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, I mean, you gotta make you, you, you gotta know yourself, right? Like we've played Arena for so long, it's such a big part of us, and we've been streamers for so long. So like, you, you gotta know why you're streaming. You gotta know why you play any particular game that you do, and you spend so much time analyzing it and like whatever, right? Like it's all part of knowing yourself, and it's part of I don't know. It's not like growth, but it's more like understanding, right? It's very like Zen or whatever. Um. Just, just gain better personal understanding. It'll help you in other areas of your your life or yourself. Yeah, I, that's, I encourage people to do it. Like, why are you playing Arena? Why are you listening to the podcast? Yeah, I'm sure so many people play this game because it's super zen. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's what they play it for, zenhood or zenness. Okay. Uh, I think that's good. Look, I'm looking forward to whatever changes they want to make, uh, hopefully in, you say, two weeks. Just get rid of the location, okay? I'm, I'm just going to say <laughs> it one more time. Just get rid of the location. They have to get rid of the location. Get rid of the location. You got rid of Ramming Mount. You got rid of Watch Post. This, it's not the same card. They do different things. Uh, I think the location is just as frustrating and independent as as watch post is it's just like the the in the ability of it to single-handedly ruin your game experience starting from turn three uh is too much so matt mm-hmm. london and team thank you for the work pull that you've trigger. done but pull pull the trigger do it literally you gotta do pull it pull the trigger shoot the card kill it dead all right uh so that's our meta talk um let's do a question from the goat question from the goat so it looks like we won't actually be going to twitchcon this uh this year um what let's get personal what how do you feel about the upcoming giant changes in your life as you are about to become a father because it's big uh excited question mark <laughs> i don't know I'm, look i'm gonna be a first time dad so i i have no idea you're like hey how do you feel about this brand new experience i don't know it's a brand new experience but obviously we are very excited okay so i will have even less time to play arena starting in late november keck w because you know i play so much right now uh Yes, maybe if the because uh, I see this in chat right now. If I still play Arena for who knows what reason, uh, much longer. You know, we've had Natasha drafts. We can have baby drafts as oh well. Oh my god! I know. I, I bet a baby draft will be about as good as the brand new draft that happened uh, on Friday. 
Well, well, she... we'll see. How about this? We'll have a competition. A oh. baby draft versus a wife draft. And see which one creates the better deck. This will be interesting. This will be very interesting. But yeah, you know, we, we have uh, big, exciting stuff coming up in our lives. Uh, well, I don't know what, what more you want out of me from that answer. No, just a uh, just question from the GOAT, right? Question cool. from the GOAT. Um, yes, and this is part... Like, we're not going to TwitchCon. Also, I can talk loads about how TwitchCon really messed up their safety protocols. And them sort of being like oh you don't need a mask or a vaccine or us to check in any sort of way for this huge huge giant orgy of people uh and then them walking back it's like they walked it back because they got too much like you know like criticism and i'm sure a a lot of the big streamers were like yeah i'm just not going then so they're like okay well no ha we can't uh so yeah all right um yeah so big changes uh coming and um i don't know i don't know i wasn't really going like like this whole thing right i'm not going anywhere with the y arena thing i'm not going anywhere with this i just uh thought it was a a question that we should uh a topic that we should cover uh and and people people want to know fair okay all right we'll keep this short then let's uh let's uh, let's end this podcast here and we'll talk about a different thing next week hopefully we will have something to talk about in the game but if we don't then we will continue our zen philosophical discussions about why humans do the things that they do until next week this is Adwikta. this is murps see you guys Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.